0: Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. Uh, This is Courtney. And this is Kiana. And we are back for our 50th episode. We 50 years old, y'all. Okay, not 50 years old, but we 50. Courtney, that's that's up there. You said that's up there? Yeah, that's up there. Oh, girl, I thought you were saying like something was wrong. Oh, no.
1: No, no. We broke about that.
0: No, I don't know. You know I can't really hear you. So, <laughs> oh. right. anyway, we are 50 and we are glad to be back. Um, we had a guest last week and we're excited because we have another guest this week. We are just on a roll, so with some really good topics. Um, but we'll get to our guest in a little bit. First, let's recap um, the last episode. Yeah, Tiana, what did you think?
1: I had so much fun with Rob. He's so funny. Um, it was good talking to him, like on the air and off the air. He was mm-hmm. just a really good, fun spirit um, to chat with, and he was just so informative. There were so many things that I that were just brought to the light for myself in order for my growth and how to be more inclusive. So it was mm-hmm. it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. How did you like it?
0: I really enjoyed it as well. I think I said or mentioned this a lot during the show, but just appreciative of his perspective and not from um, my perspective and making assumptions about what I think it means to be an ally. Right. Um, One thing I did want to share, I thought I was going to save it for like a post or something, but um, I know I posted our champagne glasses and he didn't tell me this until afterwards but he brought those champagne glasses in particular because they were a friend um they were from a friend of his who i believe was diagnosed with aids um so i just appreciated that like he chose that like he was very intentional about that and was like i want to use these today for this show um and I also appreciated he sent us a follow up email, and I was like, yes. I was so excited to be just a part of that experience for him and offering him an opportunity to share his voice in a way that he doesn't normally get to share it. Right, right. Um, and so for us to get a thank you note know, after uh, after that episode, I just thought it was really dope because um, he was a little nervous. Um, but he was just like, once we got going, you know, it felt good, and he was just grateful for the opportunity to share his voice. So,
1: yeah, that that was nice. That thank you note, it really touched me. I was like, I I really, I really appreciate that because you don't know, you don't, you think that you know, we're just developing content and having conversations that impact people, but you don't know how that impacts the person or the people who come in and join us too on his journey and so that that was really really cool i was i was grateful right. for that for that moment that was great so
0: that's what i thought of it yeah um all right well let's pass the mimosa i am going back to my diet ways and i am not drinking <laughs> it's water on this end
1: that's one of us oh look at you That is one of us. Um, I am drinking, I don't know, but I do think this is the perfect opportunity to introduce um, our guest because she made the drink, so I don't know what I'm drinking.
0: Okay. Shout out to the (laughs) guest, bartender.
1: Right, so she can actually tell us what we're drinking, but I have... um, Some red concoction in front of me. It tastes pretty good, but I'm just not sure what all's in it. But Okay, we're gonna leave it to her. Yeah, we're gonna leave it (laughs) to her. Now's the time. Yes, we have cashmere here with us. Cashmere, thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having
1: me. Yes.
2: Yeah, you're drinking just Tito's and cranberry juice.
0: I'm mad that she didn't know what she <laughs> drinking. I didn't want her make the drink. I sat some a ginger vodka. Beer in front
2: of her just in case she wanted, like, a little fizzle. But, no, it's just cranberry juice
1: and vodka. Okay, but, but before this, she was talking about mixing limes and something else. So, I didn't know what she had <laughs> made, Courtney.
2: I had to see what I had in my refrigerator.
1: Yeah. No fresh limes. So. She had a- I, know I,
0: did. <laughs> I expect more from you.
1: Concoction. You okay? So you mean to tell me that you can? The way that it looks with these, like honestly, this doesn't look just like Tito's. Well, yeah, it's, it's like somebody it's send Camerages. me a picture. I need right. proof. I'm I'm sending it to you right now because it looks almost like a bloody something. But right now, I really, I truly, you didn't really taste it. It's just really sour, you know, just that's like how vodka is. That's hundred percent cranberry
2: juice. It's not juice cocktail,
0: so it's not a bunch of sugar. It's much sugar. Oh, excuse that's me. what I'm talking about. Says
1: hundred percent.
2: Yeah, you know, like I do a drink, but you know, with a little, a little
1: less sugar. You know, what? that's that's good. That I think that that um that will serve as well on today's episode. Cause I'm Thank just like, you. yeah, it's just really bitter. I don't know what <laughs> this
2: is. Sip it slow.
1: yeah i like the cranberry juice concentrate
2: (laughs) do you want some syrup no no
1: no this is fine i'm just saying i didn't recognize that it was just pure cranberry juice
2: yeah yes oh yeah it looks like real cranberry
0: juice i got the photo (laughs)
1: i'm done with you Courtney. that's okay i was the only one left out here i learned oh but she (laughs) also has a cat
2: sorry (laughs) (laughs) playing with your hair tie
1: Yes. That is so funny. Yeah, there is a cat here right now Polly.
2: Her name is Polly Nina Simone.
1: You know what? (laughs) Have I not met Cash before? I I think you two have met before. Didn't you stay with her when you were in Keanu? Oh,
2: in Keanu. In Columbus?
1: Yes, you came to her house before. She came to your house before. I think we
2: met briefly. She came to my house?
1: Yeah, this is when we. Remember when you stayed with our friend Bex?
0: Our friend.
1: Your roommate. I and never we met was her. never and we was
0: never calling her Bex. But I stayed with
1: Becky.
0: So that wasn't yeah. even my friend talk about our
1: friend. That is true. <laughs> but we always used to ask about her like we met her. i How never met that? her before.
0: Okay.
1: I've never <laughs> met her before. But yeah, no, she came to your house before.
0: Oh, I need to see a picture of her too, but we'll say that for <laughs> I felt like that sound a little bit more creeperish than <laughs> anyway because we could do this all day
1: we can so we're gonna move forward i have our um i have our quote for today so i'll go ahead we're and not, drop that okay. what'd you say
0: i was gonna say we're not gonna let cash
1: finish introduction. oh so yeah I'll i'm sorry that. cash come right oh
2: ahead. i didn't have like a formal introduction i'm cash Mayor, kiana's cousin since the 10th grade
1: <laughs> we're done fifth grade. They're like, how does that work?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I Don't worry decided about it. that we were right. family. So we've been family ever since. That's how it works. Black
1: like having your cousin back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her mother is my auntie. We're family. <laughs>
1: That's true. Period. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, yeah, Cash, thanks for the. um Informal introduction. We're really informal, so hopefully you feel the relaxed environment while we're here.
2: Informal is good.
1: Yes. So, yeah, I have a quote for us today in this episode, um, just because we're going to dig a little bit into Cashmere's business and learn more about what she does and who she is. But I thought this quote was really cool, and it's a popular quote that most people know, but it's from Steve Jobs. And the quote is, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. Mm, I
2: love that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, and I thought that each one of us could resonate with that. I think that, um, according I'm speaking for you too, but I think I'm pretty, hmm, I'm pretty sure that you feel the same way, that everybody feels pretty passionate about what they do in their line of work, um. I know that that's something that you really care about, that's something I care about, and definitely something that Cash and I have talked about a lot. So, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about some of your passions and how that bled into the work that you do today. So, what are you passionate about and what does that look like in your work?
2: What am I most passionate about? You know, that question, I, I, it changes constantly. Um, I kind of wear many hats Uh, full-time I work as a nurse in the community so I go visit people in their homes which is really great because I have one-on-one time um, which is something that I'm passionate about is connecting with people especially in my community and on the weekends I teach a yoga class which is a community class um, it's okay what you can. People come pay and lose change. Um, some people donate above and beyond kind of to balance out for the community. Um, I also teach women's um, sister circle events where I teach a restorative yoga class and I read poetry. Um, the poet is always a black woman um, I pull poems that resonate with me and um, maybe touch me in whatever I'm going through in my life at the moment. And I find that like the more I talk about that with people in my community, the more we all have a space to have that safe discussion. Um, and then I also work at a bakery. <laughs> I do a lot. <laughs> I do a lot for you. Okay, so, which job is this? <laughs> Yeah, and I also, um, I work at a cupcake bakery, which is, I'm very passionate about sweets, desserts. I have an insatiable sweet tooth. Um, Baking is like my greatest hobby. It's like my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, And also watching people experience my food. I love that. Um, So I also (laughs) uh, cook, um, in people's homes and do like meal prep, whatever they need me to cook, I prepare for them to eat nutritious meals throughout the week, so yeah, that's what I do
0: <laughs> A.K.A. everything
1: Right? right. So I, I do what I love How days, I, did, I do. How everything I do, day do you have?
2: Oh, my days are so wonderful um, <laughs> Seriously, I wake up pretty much every day about 6.30 in the morning. um, I might have a patient visit. Typically I have like a window of time. So I can be to them by eight, nine o'clock in the morning and then I have so many people to see throughout the day. And then I'll have a few hours in my afternoon to do whatever I wanna do. And if I have to bake in the evenings I'll do that or I might like chill all day, go to a yoga class, whatever. But my what inspired really... you to be a
0: yoga instructor?
2: Um, one of my good girlfriends basically told me to take the training. She wanted me to take the training with her. Um, and I was going through a rough patch in my life and was just super lost. And nothing that I had in my tool belt, I guess you can call it, was working for me. Push her mm-hmm. So I... Um, the
0: training and it changed my life. Yeah, that's awesome. I Thank feel like we find like a lot of our greatest passions when we're like at our roughest point and your we're lowest
1: deep.
2: of lows, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: very true. You know, I was actually talking to someone about that, uh, about just having bad days, and sometimes you just have to charge it to the good days because you know, if you are on those low ends and what's going on in your life. You know that there's no way up from here, and so you have to charge it to that good t- that good day to know that eventually it's gonna come back around.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Courtney, do you do a lot of yoga? Do
0: I know how
1: to yoga? I said, do you do a lot of yoga, or oh, have you done a lot of yoga? I was, yoga? Like, <laughs> I was
0: like, I don't know if that's how you say it, but um, yes, I do yoga. Um, I we actually are taking a break at work, but we um through our wellness committee at work, they have a yoga instructor come in on a weekly basis. So I That's do, nice. I, I do it there, but then I also just have like different um yoga DVDs. Yes, I still have DVDs. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um or I just find different stuff on YouTube, but I have been like really um something happens i've mentioned this before but something happens when you turn for me it was like when i turned 31 32 um, and i'm not as flexible as i used to be yeah. so i started to get bored you you
1: you've put that to the test yes um hey.
2: i have and i had right? i had to i had to find out the hard
1: way like
2: oh no
0: okay <laughs> Um, but, yeah, I'll just find different, like, I have a couple of people. Don't ask me their names because I don't know. But I've just seen, like, a couple of people on um, YouTube that I've subscribed to. And I'll just do, like, little daily yoga workouts.
1: Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yoga that's or Pilates.
0: Nice. It depends on depends on what I'm feeling.
1: I've never actually done Pilates before, but I've seen the machines now. But I've, I've never, never done, done it Pilates. in a
2: studio looks really fun it does
1: look very interesting
2: really challenging
1: yeah yeah i think the first time i was really introduced to yoga was when cash and i used to do these yoga sessions when before she got her licensure and no, we,
2: when i first got like when i was first scared got it. to teach yeah so she was yeah. afraid to
1: teach so she would just teach me On over facetime when i was in nashville and we would just do like little yoga sessions and catch up yeah it was really good which was yeah. really cool Yeah. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that Kashmir is big on, and I know Courtney is extremely passionate about this, and this I am 100% sure about, is cooking
2: and oh, yes. food. That's mm-hmm. That's my...
1: And issue. I remember when you visited me in Nashville, you cooked me this very beautiful and um, just healthy meal, and it was a vegetarian meal. Courtney, I remember you commented on it, because I was like, I'm trying vegan, I'm vegan breakfast. You were like, those are eggs. That's not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was vegan. just like, ah, you're right. I'm still working. I have a lot of work to do. But Kashmir was the one who was there, and we had a, um, we had a delicious meal. Yes. The green waffles, yeah. It was amazing. And so, I just wanted... You and for all of us just to have a conversation based around food and about um, the different ways that we have different relationships with food and currently just discuss where we're at in our relationships with food and and what does that mean and how that and how that translates to into many other things. But yeah, so where are you with food on your journey today? And are you are you at your are you making progress towards your food? journey goes or do you have food journey goals? no
2: no not at all actually um i indulge that's where i'm at with food i'm very indulgent intentionally indulgent in my diet um i really pay attention to how food makes me feel in my body Mm -hmm. so like i'm having this drink with you but i ate some vegetables before we did this. Earlier I had a cheese dip. You know, like I don't really put pressure on myself. I don't count calories. I just noticed my stomach didn't feel so well. I probably needed some vegetables before I had this drink. (laughs) That's where I'm at with food. Very casual, very indulgent. And um, yeah, I think I have a very healthy relationship with food, which I've never been able to say honestly and I've Pretended like I did for a very long time, but I have a very healthy relationship with food
1: currently Courtney where are you in your relationship with food?
0: <laughs> so My relationship with food is interesting. It has kind of changed over the years. So I Don't even know what gear we're on now. So eight years ago, I decided to go pescatarian um, and then in 2017, I know I've mentioned this. You know, I took a break, so on and so forth. Uh, but then at some point, I started not eating as healthy as I was before, and I wasn't working out as much. Mm. So I just recently—I I know I shared this with you, Kiana—but I can't remember if I mentioned on the show. So I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But I just recently went to a very strict diet of no carbs, no sweets, no pop, no meat. Um, and no drinking except for last week <laughs> um, But for me I'm in a place of like What do I want to call it I, I won't say I'm like maybe just redefining what my relationship with food is Like I feel like I have a really healthy relationship with food I'm not like um, when I'm hungry I eat When I'm not hungry right. I don't mm-hmm. eat um, I'm like cash like I've never been the type to count calories. It's just not my thing I, I never really wanted to be that restrictive mm-hmm. To myself and but for for me food is a little different where it's not just something I eat to nourish my body like I enjoy the experience, that's why um, I enjoy cooking and I enjoy cooking from scratch um, and I enjoy my food that much more when I'm doing when I'm doing something like that. If I find myself like grabbing something quick um, or something unhealthy, it doesn't feel as good mentally mm-hmm. or physically. Um, and so, like Cash is like always paying attention to what food does to your body. Um, I'm not super restrictive, except clearly the diet that I'm doing now, but that's intentional. Um, but I'm also learning like my body type, so eventually in order for me to maintain, like, the the health and weight goals that I have. Like, I know that carbs are a healthy part of a diet for me. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm always eating. Like, I eat all day, every this day. This is
1: true. You are the snacking queen. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, I was just joking with somebody, like, yeah, I eat when I'm bored. And really, that's not the case. It's just, like if, like I said, if I'm hungry, I eat. And it's, and it's rarely where I'm just, like eating a whole bunch of stuff every time Mm -hmm. that i eat Mm -hmm. it's i'm just snacking like i always have to have something to munch on just to kind of curb that appetite and that's when i know like my metabolism is kicking back up Um, if i'm not eating all the time that means my metabolism has decreased so it's just like how can i you know kick it kick it back into gear so i would say i have a really healthy relationship with food it hasn't always been that way um But I'm very intentional about that, but also just not to be super restrictive to myself because I enjoy food that much.
1: Yeah. I think I'm in a different phase. I think we're all in different phases, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am right now in this phase where I'm doing an assessment on my relationship with food. And I think that it's been a long overdue assessment. It's not so much like, hey, we're in good relationship with each other, but it's like, hey, let me take a step back and see where we are, because I don't feel like something is right and I need to figure out which direction that we're going. So I think that right now I'm intentional about being mindful of my relationship with food, but I don't know I think there's a second part to having a relationship with anything and I think that sacrifice and discipline in any relationship you have with anybody and I think those are those are my weak points in my relationships with the things that I eat also could say that that's a um, reflection of just relationships, period so yeah, I think that um Whatever it is that you are going through that I've learned personally, just as a person emotionally, I think that's always been shown and where I am with my relationship with food, whether I wanted to admit it or not. I think depending on where I am and how I'm feeling really dictates the things that I'm letting into my body, which is what they call emotional eaters. Mm -hmm. So I think that is Something that I've discovered and something that I think that takes some time to just run intel on it because it doesn't look the same for everybody. It's not a one size fits all. I think that's true for anything in life and I think that you have to be careful especially in these times where a lot of people are being cognizant of their health and their diet and different diets and fats and things like that. I think. A lot of time we think that what they're doing is going to work for us and sometimes and not sometimes all the time we're all made differently and everybody everybody's body needs different things and i think that's a hard that was really hard for me to wrap my mind around because i was just looking for hey do one two three and this will work and you'll get a b c so i don't think that um that's true just for everybody
0: and i think it's also important to recognize that Um, what once even worked for yourself is not always going to work Mm -hmm. like you have to like you have to constantly be shocking your body like that has been my biggest challenge in this phase Um, when I want to say it was back in what 2014 maybe 2013 where I started to lose a lot of weight Um, Mm -hmm. and it was very like well the goal wasn't even to lose weight at the time
1: is I that just when found. You were biking.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was, I had a bike and, um, or a little workout room in my apartment complex. And I don't even know what made me start biking. Um, but I would just do 20, 30 minutes here and there. And then it started to just become more and more. And the weight just started to fall off. Um, now, in this season, I tried that same routine. <laughs> and it was not it was not working and i was just like um and that's not to say that biking or the cardio doesn't work but i had to like my body is used to that and i think i just got to a point where it was like oh i okay i can bike for an hour and do a good 15 miles my body was like you can't just sit here and do an hour anymore like you have to start the same way you did before do 20 minutes Mm -hmm, and make mm -hmm. sure that you're consistent every day um, right, but just like one thing doesn't work for everybody, the same thing may not work for yourself every single time. So you really have to just be aware of that and just continuously to switch it up.
1: Danger. Yeah, that's true. Have you had Danger. to make any alterations to shock your body or reset your body? Yes, um,
2: I think just with like lifestyle changes when you're active, obviously, you know, you're burning off whatever you're eating. And especially if you're eating like plant-based, you know, the food just falls off. So you may have to add on more calories. Maybe you're not counting them, but you know, you have to be conscious of that, or at least you want to be conscious of that. Yeah, you do have to adjust.
1: I think that's something that I am having a hard time with as I transition. Like Cause traveling? Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. like you said, like it depends on like what lifestyle that you're in. And that's important, too, because now when I was in Nashville, I had a gym that I went to. Mm-hmm almost four to five times a week. And so, and I was routine, and what I did every day, I woke up at a certain time, I had to be in the office at a certain time, and now I work from home, I don't have to be at the office at a certain time. I don't have a gym that I belong to permanently now. Now I use ClassPass. Do y'all know what ClassPass is? No, what's that? Um, I've heard of it, yes. So ClassPass is an app that you can purchase a subscription to, and so pretty much you can go into different gyms depending on where you are while you travel and work out. If you want a yoga class, if you want a spin class, if you want a hit class, and you can find those places in different geographical areas. And so I figured because my job has changed and my location change, changed, I'm not sure exactly where I belong, so let me just try a bunch of different things. And so I think with the transition, I'm going to have to shock my body just because, and I think it's inevitable because everything has changed. I think my body's gonna be shocked no matter what I do just because it won't be as routine or it won't be as prescriptive as it was before.
2: Why though? Like why do you feel like your body has to be shocked in order for you to hold yourself accountable ultimately?
1: I don't think it has to be necessarily shocked I I think shocked is a word for it, but I think that it has to be introduced to new things. Just because. Oh, okay,
2: shocked in the sense of just trying new things.
1: Right, okay, got right. You. Because it won't look like those <laughs> same exercise classes, mm-hmm. and my diet because won't look exactly the, the same, same. Because you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like just the circumstances in life have changed it, and mm-hmm. so it'll just be different. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. even not even intentionally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that's the beauty in it. You're gonna find something, like I didn't, the first yoga class I took, oh my God, I'll never forget the yoga teacher. She told us we were in a pose, which is Viparita Karani, lying on your back with your legs up the wall. She told us to lie back and relax and pretend that we're walking on the ceiling. I got up and walked out the class. I couldn't take that. Like, I could not take that seriously. Like what? You want me to do what? Like okay, this is just not for me. And look at me now. Like you never know. So yeah, you gotta start somewhere.
1: I like that. I like yeah. that. Courtney, have you? What was it? What was the exercise or the routine that you fell in love with when you tried it? How would you know that this was like? This is the way that I want to condition my body, and this is why I like it.
0: Um, I would say the biking, and I also yeah, have to mm-hmm. be I also have to state that this was me on the stationary bike um when I first started out. She um, wasn't going nowhere I wasn't going nowhere <laughs> but it was <laughs> there was something that was like actually very nice about that because it was just yeah. like
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was just me, and it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't this whole. This I this whole to do about it. It was throw on some sweats, go get on the bike. Um, and it could it was yeah. it was real effortless. It didn't feel like work, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's yeah. and that's sometimes like at least for me, how I like to enjoy a workout. Like, what am yeah. I also mentally getting out of this? Like if it's feeling right. like and that's not to say that workouts workouts are not going to be hard and it's not going to be work they are and that's not to say me cranking out 15 miles <laughs> was easy <laughs> either you know what I mean like that yeah, that took some you time to, right so but I enjoyed like it work as much right and it was just like I can sit yeah. here and I can watch living single and I this it was like <laughs> it was my way to be able to like decompress mm-hmm. it didn't require yeah. me to put on um the bike rack on my car Drive, right, someplace, right, because that was like a nightmare, right? Like it's a lot. It was just like, go get on the bike, right. watch them in single, decompress for the day. You need 30 minutes, and I had the energy to do whatever else I needed for the rest of the evening mm-hmm. or you know, in the morning.
1: Yeah, I think mine, I think it depends on what stage you're in in your life for me. Because for me, I was in Nashville and I never really took my physical health as seriously as most people did. I wasn't an athlete, I never grew up really trained or conditioned or things like that. And it was, it was, I think it was just at that point in my life I needed to prove to myself that I could do it. And so I needed to put forth the effort. I needed to make sure I went out of my way. I needed to inconvenience myself and to show myself that I can be consistent in something and that if I make it a priority, it doesn't matter how many times I'm going, hopefully, one day it's going to pay off. I'm putting in the work. If you put in the work, the results will show. Yep. And I've said that before. Like, mm-hmm. I if I keep showing up, something has to happen. But I will say, if you keep showing up to the gym with a bad diet, things will happen, but it won't happen quick. <laughs> very true. It's just truth. Like, That's you cannot
2: outwork You're a bad diet. Your time, you are.
1: Ultimately. But I think. <clears throat> me setting aside and putting forth this effort to go to this class mm-hmm. and, and it was also to make myself uncomfortable because I was in a new city I wanted to meet more people who had things in yeah. common with me so I had to break out of that comfort shell in terms of being in a place where I'm just like I just needed to be me and it was just like I want I really prefer it just be me but honestly I need to meet these other beings. And I met so many great friends, even to this day, that I still talk to from my gym. And now I yearn going to the gym because I have put myself on such a strict routine. Now that I know that this is something I really want to integrate into my life, I feel like now I can toy around with it being a little less stressful to do or or take away from Mm -hmm. a little... More things than what I was doing. So I feel like now that I put myself through that boot camp, I know that I can, you know, work out by myself pretty much with it just being myself. I couldn't hold myself accountable, mm-hmm. pretty much was what it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that. But I do have another question for you both. And it is. I think that it's important to acknowledge the relationship you have with food.
2: You eat every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's that simple. It's something you do every day, multiple times a day, if you're fortunate enough to, you know. So. You might want to make it good to you. It may not always be healthy good, but you still want it to be good to you, at least good to your soul, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Find some balance in it, and then, you know, move your body a little bit. You'll be all right. You don't have to stress about it. They tell you you have to because, you know, there's money and dieting and all those things, but it doesn't have to be that hard. At least that's my philosophy.
0: It really doesn't because, but I, I do recognize and I want to acknowledge that.
2: And I understand people diet for various reasons. There's no judgment at right, all.
0: Right, right, right. I'm dieting right yeah. now and I yeah. never, you know, yeah. I've never really done that before. Like mm-hmm. the last thing that I did, people that was a lifestyle change, people thought it was a diet. But I yeah. want to acknowledge mm-hmm. that, yeah. like, eating and buying food can be very stressful for some people especially when you don't have the yes. means and so i think yeah, it's absolutely. really important absolutely. to
1: look or at your even relationship have the exposure to
0: that right i think it's important mm-hmm. to look at your relationship with food because a lot of times just like anything else just like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're acting out or you're angry all the time it's coming from someplace else like that anger mm-hmm. is rooted in someplace else so your eating mm-hmm. habits i believe it's the same way like that's rooted right. in that's rooted in someplace else yeah your environment yeah. but i think i
2: mean i live in a food desert right
0: <laughs> yes. and when people don't have yeah. that exposure like sometimes mm-hmm. people don't realize like okay you could you know make this meal a little healthier with just these few yeah. changes you know what i mean and yeah yeah and it's Small not changes. right and it's not gonna cost like as much as you think it is like people were all like when i first went pescatarian, vegetarian folks were always like it's super expensive seafood is super expensive and yeah but it's just like it depends on where you go and how you do it if, you, if you're focusing right. like on your produce you're going to the farmer's market you know, your food is going to last longer or, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's just so
2: many. We can be a resource to the people that we're speaking about.
1: Right, because right.
2: If you don't know better, you you can't right. help what you, you don't help. know, right? Exactly.
1: But exactly.
2: if we tell you and, you know, show you, then maybe you'll pick some of those habits up and maybe you're eating food from the gas station across the street because that's all you can afford. But maybe, you know, they were giving away free produce at the community library and you know how to prepare the broccoli now to satisfy you and you didn't do that before. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's baby steps. There's... There are ways. Right. Yeah. It doesn't you have know? to be all at once because yeah. that can be it overwhelming. It doesn't have to be all at once. You don't have to spend a million bajillion dollars to eat healthy.
1: No. You know, I saw a lady that I follow and she is I think she's vegan, though. But one thing that she did post was that a lot of times people think that it's expensive to eat healthy is because they focus on the processed foods, like mm-hmm. the processed the the alternative meats or the alternative ice mm-hmm. creams or you're getting those things but if you're buying Whole Foods if you're buying it Whole Foods cost that much. it shouldn't cost you that much mm-hmm. money to buy like fruits and veggies yeah. and things like that and it's Even gonna if last you can't longer you get the organic yeah. facts mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it processed
2: just, food is processed food no matter if it's a meat product or vegan it's processed you know so that has its place. But if you're seeking out
1: plant-based food, eat plant food. Yeah. No, I think it's important to acknowledge your relationship with food just because I think it's just important to acknowledge any other relationship you have in your life. And you have to take into those relationships that you have interpersonally more so than you do the external ones. And I think that we too often pay and give homage to the external relationships we have rather than the internal relationships that we have with ourselves and I think that your relationship with food is an internal relationship and I think it's worth you digging and understanding who you are and what you like and your dislike how do
2: you feel when you eat your food like how do you feel when you eat your food do you feel good about yourself after the meal that you eat
1: right because when I'm about to eat I I dance Like, like, like right. that is true. I be doing a happy yeah. dance.
0: Like ooh, I'm about to eat. Yeah. I dance while is, I'm cooking. Girl, I be like, this is about you to eat. be bomb. Always <laughs> dance when you eat. Keep
2: that
1: because it's one. It's, and it <laughs> should be. I'm sure. just like it's. It's a blessing to yeah. eat. And to even it have is. a choice in what you want to eat, mm-hmm. whether it be two choices. Mm-hmm. Um, Because a lot of people don't get a chance to eat, and I think that even this conversation is a conversation of privilege. Because most people in different places of the world don't have the luxury, and so while we do have the luxury, Girl, most, I think it's best we Some don't places in
0: Columbus it. don't have the luxury. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Listen, some places in this country don't, truly don't have the luxury. We are watching people starve and go and go without basic needs. Flint here, still so don't have clean water. Very true. <laughs> right. Flint still don't have clean water. Come on now. And you know,
2: Cleveland was number one on like the worst cities. And like, it's just crazy. It's like, it's terrible everywhere you go. So if you know better, you gotta be a resource to people. That's all. Just, each
1: one, teach one.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Each one, teach one. But yeah, I think this was. I think this was a great conversation. And I think that at some point, you know, just because I am not that um, savvy in the kitchen, you two should just come together and cook. And I, I really should be there to be a witness that.
2: Although she was like while well, people come to her kitchen I'm so aggressive in the kitchen <laughs> Like get out of my way Yes that
1: was such an interesting conversation <laughs> oh, we had in so our break <laughs> About if people were welcome and, Like I guess If was-
2: I can come into your kitchen and I don't have to. Okay so yesterday for example I went to a girlfriend's house To cook some mussels and salad or whatever And I brought some kitchen seasonings And things I have just in case You know I wasn't going to judge her for not having Anything I just wanted to have it and she had everything. And I was like, oh my God, if I can come into your kitchen and not have to bring anything, mm-hmm.
1: we have to go to the grocery store we on the we same page. It, you we know. Are, I
2: know. And that's okay because <laughs> we made it work. We made it work though. <laughs> I wasn't even going to put you out there like that. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> And you still ain't learned how to make crack
1: kale So She made the most delicious kale ever And it was so good And I can't replicate it to save my life It's so, you can, it's so easy. It's so simple It's so, so simple I you don't understand say that, why she can You can't say do that it. and if it was easy <laughs> I guarantee you, I would really really try my best to do it I
2: believe you
1: We'll learn one day okay. We'll try again one day But yeah So I have a game that I want to play with you too <laughs> Courtney, we've played it before.
2: Okay.
1: It's remember we played this or that.
2: Yes. Oh, okay. That's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this will be easy. This is just a. This is a healthy this or that. This is about lifestyle and what you guys do in terms of food. Okay. Don't fitness. judge
2: me. I'm just saying that
1: now. <laughs> no, no, we don't judge here. This is a no judgment zone. I know. Just kidding. Yeah. Don't don't worry, girl. So this or that. And this rapper response, you too. Any okay. rapper response? I know how you like to think about your stuff too. Girl, if you don't come on with this game. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. So, okay, this or that? Yoga or hit? Yoga. Yoga. I would choose hit. Ugh. That's okay. Sparkling water or still?
2: Sparkling water.
0: No. Sorry Love still. <laughs> still
1: for me too. <laughs> no. Smoothie or press juice? Smoothie. Smoothie for me. Body weight stretches or foam rollers? Mm, foam rollers.
2: Probably foam, foam, foam rollers,
1: because I don't use Okay. When you're working out, hair scarf or hair free? Hair free. Hair free. Hair free. Shorts or leggings. Leggings.
2: Leggings. Oh, it's the summer. I've been
1: wearing shorts like every day, though. I'll still say leggings. Trap playlist or zen playlist? Trap all day. (laughs) I can't listen to nothing
0: but the Gucci station on Pandora.
1: You know what? Somebody told me that they could run to really calm music, and I tried it. It... It's like watching paint dry. Because <laughs> a workout is already than hard than enough. The, when the
2: beat is going, that's all. Yes. That's a fact, yeah.
1: That is funny. Okay. Workouts indoors or outdoors?
2: Ooh.
1: Indoors. I would say indoors too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I get distracted when I'm outside. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't. I think I, I don't walk in a straight line, so it's really hard for me like to stay on the treadmill. I think I'm going to fall off. Try
2: the elliptical. love the elliptical. It's like my favorite thing ever. That would ever be learned. nice. Like how she was talking about the bike. I feel like that about the elliptical. Ooh, me and
0: the elliptical are not friends, but... Oh, I love
1: it. <laughs> No. Okay, that's group class point. or personal training?
2: Group class. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's hard. Really? Okay, so what do you like about both?
0: Why is it? Um... Both, I mean, group class gets me out of my comfort zone. Uh, mm-hmm. personal trainer. Let me be clear, I've actually never had a personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I've done some solo workouts, like some one-on-one, but I don't really qualify that as personal trainer. Um, but I like to just be very focused. <laughs> so, I like that okay. attention, you know what I mean, from myself. I'm, like, trying to get in, do this workout, get out. Um, so that's hard. I'm gonna go personal
1: training. Okay, on so it. you know what? We gonna give you semi personal training class. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take that one. Or too. you
2: can take a group class where you're instructed to turn your focus to yourself. That's true, Kinda and like that's, that's the thing. The like voice. with
0: yoga, I like group. Yeah. I like group. Yeah.
1: Have y'all done? Hot? I I love hot yoga. So regular yoga or hot yoga.
2: I've done a lot of hot yoga. I do not enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I'll done do hot it. yoga. Always feel great afterwards. During, not so much. <laughs> I
1: actually really, really enjoy hot yoga. I, I really took a really, really good hot yoga
2: class the other day. It was a Kanye West and Kid Cudi playlist, which, hmm. even though I'm always like, Ugh, Kanye, he has some good songs. And it was a yes, great, the playlist was really, really good. It was a great I class, know. actually.
1: Okay, last but not least, Nikes or Adidas? Nikes. Nikes. Nike. Nike. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. my latest
0: workout shoes are Adidas,
1: though. <laughs> are they new? They are. My old pair Let were Nike. Let me Do you like them better, though?
0: Um. No, I think I still prefer Nike. Okay. They get the job okay. done, though.
1: I like Nike style, but honestly, I've been wearing Nike since I started working out for about a year and a half. Y'all, yeah, my feet hurt.
2: You know, sometimes my feet hurt too <laughs> 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 I'm just like, oh, baby. Yeah, know. I think we
0: all just chose off of the preference of the brand.
1: <laughs> right. I was going to say, I like, <laughs> I like the You're style. I like the style of right? Nike, but my feet hurt when I like work out consistently in my Nike. Mine
2: too to have to
1: look at that. <laughs> yeah, so none of us know really if Nike or uh, is our preferred shoe shoe brand. It's okay. We we rock with Nike though. Right now, we'll, we'll take Nike. Yep. I mean, my
2: closet has a lot of Nikes in it, so it
1: is what it is at the moment. <laughs> That's very true, and we are also welcome to Nike gifts. So if you want to give Nike gifts,
0: <laughs> Nike, if you, you know want to send is. us something, to bitches love brunch, right, right sponsorship like.
1: We, we we're just open. did it, you know? Because I Thank feel like you. we just went all the way in right. for Nike. We did go in for really? Nike. Right? I wouldn't be opposed uh, to, to Adidas
0: too. Nike. Go ahead. Right? I died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it. Listen, we welcome any shoe brand promotion. Not any. Now I think about it. You got to be careful with companies these days. Now you got to think about mm, who you be paying.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, unless you are a Trump supporter, we support. <laughs> I mean, we're open to any.
1: So. Bro, that's so true. I just saw that list of like um, places that people can't eat Chick-fil-A. at because they eat Chick Fil A. We always knew. We always knew about Chick Fil A, though. And we knew what was things. but we, we wanted, wanted to deny cheap, it. But you can't. You can't because now it's out there, and now you know for
2: fact, and now you got to do something about yeah, it. Yeah, we
1: always knew what it was, and we tried to avoid. But it, is what it, it is. is what it is. It's Chick Fil A. I don't know if we can do it. Actually, I don't. It's not that I don't know. We should yeah. do it. Shouldn't do it, but I'm not telling you out of here. You I mean, y'all, y'all know it, I've never should, had Chick fil A
0: anyway, so
2: <laughs> <gasps> what? Mind, girl.
0: Don't even, but <laughs> wait, wait, but you've never had Chick fil A. I mean, I had a salad from there and, and their no, fries, but even. like, that doesn't
1: count. no, no, okay. So, did you use any of the dipping sauce because Chick fil A is really it's all about the sauce? No, actually, we don't even give them our time.
2: No. I have some in the refrigerator. I'm not <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Some> chipotle. <laughs> that Polynesian sauce hit different. It really does. It's the
2: Chipotle sauce it's so good.
1: Ugh. Yeah, that's okay. That's alright. Anyways, so Courtney, next. let's move on to our tips and our brunch spots, which we learned we were doing wrong in the last episode, the wrong order, right?
0: Right. I think it was actually supposed to be tips first and then brunch spots, but all this time we've been doing brunch spots first. I like it that way, though, so let's just keep with it.
1: Okay, let's do it that way. Courtney, do you have any brunch (laughs) spots? (laughs) No. Well, you
2: know no.
1: Tim? But you were so enthusiastic about it. (laughs) No
0: (laughs) Cause y'all know I have not been like Brunching lately I went to brunch and beats yesterday But That's more so for like the music and the mimosa So
1: Oh then there's the food I mean and
0: the food was The food was alright The food was alright So I won't even think about that place So I'ma say no Kiana what are your brunch Mm -hmm. spots
1: well, I'm currently in Cleveland, and I went to brunch this morning. And I hate to do this, but I went to a brunch spot, and it wasn't the best. Right. That's always the
2: best. Where'd you go?
1: I went to Lago. Really? the blacks. The service was really bad. Um, like, extremely bad. And... Um, I just don't think I ordered the right thing, and she kind of she kind of prepped me for it, which I was I understood. I signed up for it because she was I ordered the shrimp and grits, and she suggested um, she said that they weren't Creole, and I'm not a big spice person, but with Creole and shrimp and grits, I love the flavor of Creole shrimp and grits. Um, I'm pretty sure so I, I like their shrimp and grits. They, you know seasoned. It just it wasn't i I think that when you have a bad customer service experience, I think that tastes the food mm-hmm. mm, definitely I think it tastes the food, so it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I would say it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like go there and get your to get their shepherd grits or go there and get ignored. I can't tell you how to do that okay, so that was my brunch spot for the week unfortunately, right, that
0: is too bad.
1: Mm. I know that always makes me so sad just because I anticipate brunch, but I will say they did have a bottomless mimosa. I was but just with their bottomless ask. mimosa. Yeah, their bottomless mimosa you have to purchase an entree, which I like that. So it's just not like a turn up brunch like yeah. where the liquors just overflow with and nobody's coating their stomachs with anything. But you can do that and still have a bottomless mimosa. So um I will say that they do have a bottomless mimosa. Have
0: you been there, Courtney? I have. That's why I was saying, like, I'm pretty sure I like their shrimp and grits. I'm positive that I recall that they were not, you know, Creole, but I I thought they were still good. Yeah. For what they were. They weren't.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. They're, they're, They're not the shrimp and grits that you're just like, oh, my God, if you're going here, order these. I think they must have another, like, signature meal. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. That's the only thing I've had from there. And the mimosas Okay <laughs>
1: So <laughs> Okay But yeah that's not a brunch spot for this week I'm sorry y'all I wish I had some more exciting brunch news No
0: we're not going to apologize for that Because people need to know
1: <laughs> Like You know what they do And we, yes, and we talked about that um, And I kind of I was talking to one of my friends Who actually works in the service industry And we were just talking about like Tips and how Americans really chip in to take care of our service workers, uh, especially in the restaurant or hospitality business. Um, and how sometimes, you know, it, the service is always reflective of that, but most times, you know, we are pretty good at taking care of the livelihoods of the people who work in those industries mm-hmm. still, despite the fact that sometimes you get bad service.
2: Hmm. I tip no matter what. I always tip well. You never know. I couldn't do that job. I you couldn't know, do that. I job. Like do that I, job. I, I would you would see it all in I my couldn't face. Do that job. So I you never know. I but some some people they just you get bad service. Cleveland is notorious for just like they just assume you're you're gonna be a terrible patron and they just like don't even try.
0: I will say that I tip no matter what. Like, I'm always going to tip. But your tip will be a reflection of the service that you provide to me. Um, Absolutely. I just thought it was interesting that um, that's the conversation that you were having, that um, people really take care of, you know, the service industry because I've heard the complete opposite. Like, people are still out here just, like, horribly tipping people or not tipping at all. And it's just like... This is, this is how people
1: live. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I think that there's always going to be people who will not tip. But I also think that the way that tipping is integrated into our livelihoods, I think as a society, we all know that we're supposed to chip in to help these people when, in fact, they should just be getting paid more.
0: Oh, I think I understand what you're saying. Like, you know
1: what I mean? Like I know that there's outliers where there's people who are bad tippers, but I think as a society, I think that that's a that is a ritual that we have here where we do tip because in Europe they don't tip. Really? They do not tip. Because their government pays them enough.
0: I think it, I think that we know mm-hmm. we're supposed to tip. I don't I don't think that they are just outliers that of people that don't tip well. Like I have seen them, in, like, and it's just really
1: unfortunate. You no,
2: know, yeah, people don't tip well, and then you have to overcome
1: Right, so it
2: is. Deserve to be paid for exactly, their
1: job, they Exactly, they exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I feel, I still yeah. feel like at the at the beginning of the. The issue is if they had gotten paid more, we wouldn't have this would issue have in the first place. Right.
0: Absolutely. I the fact that, that we
1: the fact that as a society we know that we have to chip in and add more to what their what their hourly wages is, it's sickening in itself. They should automatically be getting paid more, whether we tip it or not. I just think that at a few bucks an hour, two, three, four, five dollars an hour. I just think that the fact that we even have the actual like customary act of giving a tip shows that we know that we're chipping in when our government is failing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you decide to chip bad. The fact that we know that we're supposed to tip other countries, that, is, that ain't even a thought. Mm. That's not even a thought. But that I just thought it was an interesting conversation. I
0: mean, but you also it talk about countries that
2: have free
1: those here too so that is very true
2: <laughs>
1: that is very true that of is very true all
2: jacked up over here so there's a lot wrong <laughs> in these <laughs> states
1: <laughs> so yeah alright well do you uh, we did brunch spot so tips for the week can I give a tip yeah you want to give your tip first
2: yeah I want to give it. Well, I want to give a restaurant a brunch spot I mean, oh
1: yeah you can give a brunch spot
2: yes I have a good brunch spot For you to go to in Cleveland. Black owned restaurant. Uh, Johnny Mango. I've been Um, there with you. Yes I've taken you to Johnny Mango. I take everybody there. Because the service is always excellent. Um, It is like. An international restaurant. But they pretty much sell like plant based meals. Um, They serve fresh juice. But their margaritas are good and strong. Um, Their brunch is good. Yeah it's just. It's a very casual place um good service good prices they know you you know everyone that goes there goes there all the time so they treat you like they know you even if you've never been
1: love it i will say i've been to johnny mangoes a few times but i didn't know it was black owned it's
2: not a fancy snancy place but it's it's good food and it's a nice environment and you know it's nice to show support that's really what matters. (laughs) matters
1: Mm-hmm. That is very true. I did not know um, Johnny Mangles was black. Oh, have you been there It, it wasn't
2: always. They he bought it.
1: Uh-oh. A guy, they, a guy
2: who started there as a cook. He's been there for like ever. He and um, the older owner's younger sister bought the restaurant together, and now they're running it together. So they kept it in the family essentially, and it shows. Yeah.
1: Well, if you're on the west side of Cleveland, right, go to Johnny May mm-hmm. Okay. Or so the east side, it's like a
2: ten minute
1: drive. <laughs> yeah, that is not that far from downtown. It's not that far. City. It's literally right next to the west side market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool, Courtney. Do you have any tips you want to give for the week? I do.
0: So my tip this week is, um, in light of our conversation, is going to go to a nonprofit organization here in Columbus called Local Matters. Um, I'm giving them a tip for a couple of reasons Um, they host I really hope this is them now that I think about it (laughs) it might not be them so I'm not going to give that example but um, local matters is a nonprofit organization here in Columbus um, and it's targeted around uh, healthy food healthy food access Uh, So, a few years ago, when I worked with my former employer, they started this thing called the Veggie Van, and they would be on-site at different locations, and they would have bags of produce, like, full bags of produce for $10. Um, And they were really ahead of their time, because this was, like, before all of, like, the food delivery for, like, meal preps and stuff came out. Um, yeah. And oddly enough It just did not kick off and last But they would give you this bag But they would also give you a recipe Of what you could do with the ingredients that you had Oh
2: that's um, wonderful and, That's awesome Some
0: weeks it could be um, eggs You could find kale to. You could find <laughs> right, um, black beans Like <laughs> It would just be a really good mix So um, for a while They put that initiative on hold But they were able to bring it back this year So I was super excited about it Um, I need to see if they can start coming to my job. Um, Right. But then they also host... different uh cooking classes so that's where i think i've shared this on my instagram mm-hmm. before but that's where i was taking my cooking classes
1: oh and okay you
0: can you know if you're one of the first to sign up like you can take the class for free otherwise i want to say they're like ten dollars a session so they're not expensive at all it's not bad so some of them are just like cooking demos where you're not actually cooking and then others are um hands-on cooking classes and then with both of those sessions you get to eat at the end so it's like you get dinner and a cooking class For and if you know anything about some cooking classes they can be expensive like upwards of 300 dollars yeah. um so this was just really dope because i just love that they are accessible to the community anybody can come they're definitely kid friendly they have ones that are specific uh specifically for kids um And then it's all about providing that food access and eliminating food deserts in the community. So, shout out to Local Matters, one of my favorite, one of my most favorite
1: nonprofits here in Columbus. That's awesome. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. I, my tip for the week is actually gonna go, it's actually in lieu of uh, the conversation we had in our uh, previous podcast episode, but this tip of the week is going to two transgender activists who are getting a monument in New York, Miss um, Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera who were both activists in Stonewall um, and is set to go up in New York City at the end of 2021 so I'm just so proud that those ladies are getting the recognition that they deserve publicly um, and just huge kudos to the community and all communities involved for making that, that possible just to bring that to the forefront and making sure that their legacy is, is, is being recognized and being shown across the world because New York is an international domain for the United States and everybody should see the work that's going towards um, you know making the rights fair for the LGBTQ plus community. Do
2: so-
1: you have any tips, Cash?
2: Yes. I have two tips. Um, a book that I'm currently reading and then can I tip another podcast? It's like really informative. No, girl. <laughs>
0: right. You're not gonna you j- come on our <laughs> show tip another show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A conflict of interest. No, we show Okay. We well I know yes. you do it. I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> so the book that I'm currently reading is Women, Food and Desire. Honor your cravings, embrace your desires, reclaim your body. Um, the author is Alexandra Jamieson. She is the ex-wife of the guy who filmed Super Size Me. Okay. Yeah, she, she's a dietitian, and she, um, basically, the book is just about what it means to be a woman in your body, physically, yeah. um, what your diet looks like, um, at whatever stage your life, of life you're in, um, potentially, you know, disease, and you know children whatever dealing with children or whatever and um you know embracing your desires and indulging physically and in your diet but also pacing yourself and honoring your body and honoring your desires and my second tip goes to um the food heaven podcast which is Hmm. run by two women of color um they are girls yes um, they're dietitians and they speak about um, self love from our perspective and what it means to again honor your body and also eat nutritious and drink good drinks and shake your ass to trap music and all all of that. So Ew. it's really it's a really great resource. Yeah, if you want to dive in. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. Those are good tips for me. Both of them
2: are really great resources, actually. Yeah.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for those. Well, You're before welcome. we close out, we like to give our social media handles. Do you want to give your social media handles? Do you know where people can find you if they're in Cleveland, they're looking for a yoga instructor, or somebody who can do some meal prep, or just somebody who can drop some earthly knowledge to their brains for a fee? <laughs>
2: Like you said for me
1: <laughs> Yes she has to
2: live um, <laughs> um, My Instagram I think you can just look me up By Kashmir Saida My first and middle name um, It's K-S-H-M-R-S-D-H That's my Instagram handle um, You can find me every Sunday At 10.30 in the morning I teach it Abide Yoga It's an all levels community class Pay whatever you can afford. It's completely donation. There's no pressure to make a donation. If you can't afford it, just let me know. Just show up for yourself. It's really all it's about.
1: So yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Cash. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. you.
2: Nice to meet you. Yes, you too. Right again.
1: Courtney, maybe I'll, send I'll your see you in the kitchen. She's like, do don't be a creep. Listen, me and Courtney go through this all the time. And she's like, you know her. She's like, no, I don't. You do. <laughs> I'll, I'll the send you way. a picture. But I have a feeling that maybe you don't remember meeting her though. I you know, know what you look are.
2: like, Courtney, because I am a creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not
1: even mad. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. gosh well guys thank you so much for tuning in you can find us on instagram at bitches double underscore loves double underscore brunch you can find us on our facebook group at bitches love brunch wherever you're listening to us on make sure that you subscribe and rate and review that can be on spotify um itunes soundcloud soundcloud um all your streaming platforms you can find us there so thanks and we'll see you guys soon Alright, talk to you guys right. soon. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>